Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror is Home podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing the fifth episode of Chucky on USA and Sci-Fi, titled Little Little Lies. Be sure to check out my previous episodes on the series if you haven't yet. I'm going to give a quick recap of last week's episode, then we'll take a short break before getting into spoilers. Last week, we saw the aftermath of the fire Chucky started in Lexi's house during a silent disco party. He killed Oliver and hospitalized Caroline. Lexi survived and teamed up with Jake to find Chucky. The two returned to her damaged home to find a half-melted-away doll. Jake has the chance to let Chucky kill Lexi, but didn't, so she felt that she could trust him. Jake is interrogated by Devin's mom at the hospital, but is interrupted when Caroline's medical equipment alarms the staff. In her room, they discover another cop has been murdered. Jake, Lexi, and Devin see Chucky look up and smile, basking in the chaos he's created. Now, a quick break before we go through the episode, Little Little Lies. The episode begins at a nightclub set in the 80s. Now a young adult, Charles Lee Ray meets a blonde after seeing her being rough with a guy at the bar. She is, quote, looking for something specific. In modern day, Caroline awakens at the hospital. Her first words are, I like to be hugged and ask where Chucky is. Her dad shows his daughter Chucky's half-melted face, causing her to scream. Nathan takes the doll and throws him down the hazardous material chute. Lexi, Devin, and Jake find out that they threw away the good guy doll and go downstairs to investigate. Chucky is nowhere to be found. In biology class, they're all back in school and Junior has recovered from the hospital. Detective Smith interrupts to speak with Miss Fairchild. Junior approaches the group, but they hide the news that all three of them know Chucky's alive and unintentionally making him feel like the outcast now. Lexi and her family return home. Her mother grounds her, keeping her from leaving the house and meeting up with Jake and Devin. After Caroline starts to throw another fit, her dad reveals that he got her another good guy doll, this one's name being Tommy. Lexi is suspicious of the doll and thrashes it around but has no sign of life. At dinner, Jake gets in trouble for all the text disruptions. Junior sees that Lexi is texting Jake and gets jealous and tries to take his phone. Logan grabs Junior, telling him to stop, and the boys both leave the table. After they leave, Bree mentions that maybe Jake shouldn't stay much longer. In the other room, Jake sees the picture that... Lexi sent him of Caroline holding the new good guy doll. At Lexi's house, the disfigured Chucky stares into Caroline's window as she plays with Tommy. Later, Nathan goes into Caroline's room and finds the old Chucky doll. Her mom, Michelle, automatically assumes it was Lexi's doing. Her dad takes the doll outside and throws it into the garbage. Lexi goes outside and waits for Jake and Devin to arrive so they can attack the doll. His head is separated and the body's in pieces. The two leave Lexi's thinking that they did it, that they killed Chucky. Flashback to the 80s, Chucky and the blonde bring a woman back to a hotel from the bar. In their room, Chucky is about to stab the redhead, but pauses when she tells him to do it. The blonde grows impatient, and Charles stabs her instead. He offers the knife to the redhead, who is revealed to be Tiffany, his future bride. In modern day, Bree is at a therapy session, where she reveals that she has stage 4 cancer. This is assumingly why she had to make a phone call in secret during the first episode, and why she was late to the parent-teacher conference in the third. At a hotel, we finally see Tiffany and Nika for the first time since Cult of Chucky, with Chucky having taken over Nika's body. A young man is tied up and bound to a chair while another is dead on the floor. 
The two argue and Tiffany leaves so Nika, aka Chucky, begins to torture the young man. Seeing blood on the knife triggers Nika, allowing her true conscience to escape and control her body. She recalls the events of Curse and Cult of Chucky, telling the tied-up man as he struggles to break free. He smacks Nika, knocking Chucky back into control of the body. Chucky tells him it's best that they keep the Nika incident between them and then proceeds to slit the man's throat. At the town meeting, Caroline tells her dad that her new doll Tommy ran away. Lexi tells Junior the truth about Chucky and his murders, but Junior thinks she's making it up and walks away. The mayor, Lexi's mom Michelle, attempts to reassure the town that everything is safe and that there's nothing to worry about. The audience boos and ridicules her, telling her how wrong she is, but her inflated ego goes unbothered. Detective Smith speaks, revealing a new curfew going into effect that night, and slightly pauses as she sees Jake and Devin holding hands in the crowd. She introduces the principal to the crowd to say a few words, but after missing her cue, the principal's head rolls onto the stage. We see Chucky pulling the ropes to open the curtain, revealing the principal's headless body in the spotlight. As suspected, Chucky transfers his soul into the Tommy Goodguy doll that night in Caroline's room. We hear Chucky's voice, Hi, I'm Tommy. Wanna play? The episode ends there. So it turns out Fiona Dorff, who plays Nika, and is Brad Dorff, the voice of Chucky's daughter, played the young adult Charles Lee Ray in the 80s flashback scenes. I didn't even realize it was her while watching the episode. All they did was color her hair and adjust her nose and chin with makeup effects, then edit his voice over her part. She really looks like her dad, which is crazy. I kind of felt like this episode was going to have more going on after last week's. I'm really surprised that the main characters would assume it was really over and that Chucky was actually dead without question, especially if they thought they could just trap him in a bag and kill him. The only important thing that really happened this episode was that Chucky transferred his soul into a different good guy doll. I'm glad we got to see Tiff and Nika, or Tiff and Chucky, possessing Nika. Having the moment where Nika is able to overcome Chucky's hold on her body, I'm sure is going to be a recurring theme in the last few episodes. Especially as all the parties come together, which I think Andy and Kyle are going to be in the next episode. With Junior seeming to be the new outcast among the teens, I can imagine Chucky taking advantage of his loneliness and the pressure he receives from his father. For the last part of the series, manipulating Junior into becoming a killer or going against Jake, Lexi, and Devin. We're nearing the end of the season, so I'm hoping the last few episodes pick up after this one. I'm still excited to see how they continue the story and where the season will end with the new characters and returning characters being involved. That's all for today's discussion of the fifth episode of Chucky. Follow me on Instagram at, at @horrorishome and like the Horror is Home Facebook page. Every listen and every like means a lot, so thank you to whoever is listening and following. Until next time, my name's Tyler, and thanks again for listening.